What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to the TSP podcast. This is going to be a good one. I can feel this is going to be a good one. We're going to be talking about the big trades that went on today um, between a couple NFL teams in the first round and shook up not only this year's draft, but also next year's draft coming up. Um, how do you feel about these trades so far before we get into it? Um, I think um, from the trades that happened today with uh, San Fran, Miami, and uh, Philly, I think that no one really lost in their own respects. I think that um, obviously someone, one team came out greater than the others, um, but I think that for the re- reasons that I'm going to get into in a little bit, um, everyone was a winner in this trade, I believe. No, yeah, 100%. I mean, I was upset when I saw that the Eagles traded out of sixth place because there's no more Jamar Chase. Like, that's over. Like, I can't, like, go to bed dreaming about his highlight tape on the Eagles anymore. <laughs> like, that's gone. But now looking back at it because of the rebuild that they're going to have to start, I mean, I, I mean, I feel like it's a good decision because next year in 2022, there's a possibility that the Eagles have three first-round picks. And there's a likely possibility. You know, uh, with the trade with the Colts, the Eagles could have a first-round pick if Carson Wentz plays the majority of the season. And um, if he doesn't, then that was a loss on the Colts' part. So I think that there will be three first-rounds for Philadelphia next year. And the 12th pick, this is a deep draft. And I think with the 12th pick, we they go a corner. Um. Yeah, Um. I was looking. I was looking at the trade, and I was looking at like uh, I kind of like went back and did like my own little mock draft after the trade was done, right. just to like see because like I felt like I could get a better look at like where players were gonna fall. Now those top four picks right now can easily go all quarterbacks. Right now, Atlanta's number four. Um, I believe they're gonna tr- probably trade out um, draft day. That's just my thought. I mean, they could really just stay there. They might draft a quarterback because I think they were looking at Justin Fields in the um, for a little bit. But um, I mean, Matt Ryan's not—he hasn't played bad last year. He had a—I mean, he played well, but the team just didn't do well. And I think they need a defensive piece, and that's the only reason why I see them trading out for like with the Panthers or with the Broncos who need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So those first four picks are going to be a quarterback. Um, and then it's really going to just depend where um, Chase – I mean, I don't think Chase and Pitts will be at 12, but I can see um, both the Alabama wide receivers falling to 12. I could see both of them getting there. Um, I could also see um, Caleb Farley and um, J.C. Horn. Not yeah. uh, Patrick Sertain because I think he'll be gone because he's – He's probably the number one corner in the draft. But the other two guys will definitely be there. Um, I think the Eagles made a smart move here. Um, Mm -hmm. Because at at first I was like you. I was like, really? Like we have this opportunity to draft like a a player that could be like an all-pro, an all-pro bowler. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I mean, I just think that. When you look back at the like at like previous Eagles drafts and stuff, um, like yeah, they drafted a wide receiver in the first round last year, and then the second round the year before. But I think that they what like what, what they really value is defensive line, offensive line, and then like corners. I think that's what they're valuing right now. And I think at the sixth pick, 
there's like, why would we pick up one of those guys? Why don't we trade back, get more draft capital for the future to rebuild this team? And then we'll draft like a corner or maybe a D lineman or maybe even an O lineman. Like Rashawn Slater could be there. Um, K. Woody right. Pay could be there from Michigan. Um, but yeah, really, I think both Alabama wide receivers are there if we go that way. So I, I think there's still going to be talent there. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see where they go. Um, with the other two teams, I think Miami really came out as the clear winner of this trade. Like they had, like, think about it. They went 10 and 6 this year, this past season. Just missed the playoffs yeah. and still had the number three pick because they traded Laramie Tunsil to Houston. Like, they didn't need that number three pick, so why? And right now, they just signed Will Fuller. So, right now, they have Devontae Parker, Will Fuller, and then they have a rising star tight end in Mike Kosicki. And Tua didn't play bad last year. So, moving back showed that they weren't going to go quarterback. And then I think moving back up, I think they're – going to go with another playmaker. And then they have the 18th pick as well where they could go running back like Najee Harris or Travis Etienne. And that's like their biggest need to really make that offense really, really powerful. No, yeah. No, there are a ton of – I think everyone made a good decision here uh, based off of where the teams are at. San Francisco picking a a quarterback at three I think is going to happen. I'm I'm a big fan – of their quarterback room. I mean, I, I like Jimmy Garoppolo. I have liked Jimmy Garoppolo forever, and I don't think his hate is deserved. Um, so do I think they should be taking a quarterback? Probably not because I think Jimmy G's good, but they're going to, and that's why they traded up to three. Yeah, Miami trading out of uh, the top three to sixth. They got a ton of value for their pick, and, yeah, they're not taking a quarterback, and they're not taking – you know, they're going – they can get – the position that they need. They can get the top player at the position that they need at six. I mean, I still think that uh, they probably won't go wide receiver, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do. Um, and they might go offensive line to help out Tua because, I mean, you said Tua didn't play that bad. I don't think Tua played bad either last year, but just based off of um, – I, I just – the majority of the games I watched from Miami, Brian Fitzpatrick – had to come in and, like, yeah. save that game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that what the Dolphins are doing is what Philadelphia should be doing, which I'm upset they're not doing, which is, which is building around their quarterback and really trying to help him succeed. And I want to get into that in a little bit, about how the Eagles are doing everything wrong besides this trade and getting value for the pick that they got. Um, so San Francisco, San Francisco, I think um, – is the biggest loser, even though I don't think there are any. I think they got the uh, least amount of value for their pick. The Dolphins got the most, and I think the Eagles uh, really did a really good job um, trading the sixth pick. For the yeah, I, I agree there. Um, I have the same. Um, um, I know. I feel like I already know what's gonna who San Fran's gonna go with because um, right now they're saying that the well. They're saying that they're going to keep Jimmy G. Um, they're still going to draft a quarterback, and I think it's going to be Trey Lance. Um, I think Kyle Shanahan, yeah. Shanahan likes Trey Lance because he's similar to Jimmy G. Um, <coughs> I think Trey Lance is a little bit more athletic, um, 
But I think their throwing style and their like actual passing play is actually kind of similar. Um, so I think that they're gonna have they're gonna bring in Trey Lance with the third pick. Um, Jimmy G is gonna be the starter next year, and he's kind of just be, gonna be a mentor for a year for Trey Lance, who only played one game this year and he didn't look great. But you know he's a first round talent quarterback here, so um, I think Jimmy G will be like a mentor for a year, and then Trey Lance probably will take over next year if all things go well. Um, so even though they might be the biggest loser, for what they want to do, they did a good job. Um, yeah, yeah. It, and it with totally the Eagles, I can understand where everyone's going to come from with the, like, why aren't we doing more for um, Jalen Hurts? And so here's two things. This trade either is really good or really bad. So the really good half of it, where it could turn out really good, is that we stay at 12 and now we have all this capital and we draft someone with this 12th pick who's going to help the team, like J.C. Horn, um, Caleb Farley, one of the – and I know that we were in the first episode, we were talking about Devontae Smith's uh, size and how he might be too small. We were kind of like – not bashing him, but saying that we'd rather have Jamar Chase. I think for the sixth pick, Devontae Smith would not be the a good sixth pick. I think Jamar Chase makes more sense there. For the 12th pick, however, I think Devontae Smith is a perfect pickup for the number 12 pick. Um, but that's yeah. if we go wide receiver. There's a million different things, and I think that's the most frustrating part is that literally we see this trade happen and – we all, I, 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 for one, like it. I, I feel like we did good, but where is Howie's head at right now? And I don't think anyone can know that. Yeah. Is he going to try to be a, like, make a splash and draft someone so, like, crazy that no one's ready for? Or are we going to actually pick someone good? Um, that's, that's what I was saying in the, in the first episode that we did. We talked about this team, and I gave how we graded Howie Roseman in the last couple of seasons. I graded him a C minus, and uh, this is part of the reason. I feel like part of Howie Roseman, he just thinks he's yeah. outsmarting everyone when it comes to a lot like when it comes to a lot of things, like um, I guess drafting DK Metcalf in the second round two years ago. Uh, when he was still available. I didn't think he was going to be available late in the second round. And Howie Roseman thought he was outsmarting the world by drafting uh, Ortega Whiteside, who might not even make the roster this year. He didn't outsmart anyone. Um, Same thing with picking um, or skipping on Justin Jefferson. It's like a clear-cut pick. You know what I mean? It's right there. Everyone – it's like expected. The Minnesota uh, Vikings, I saw in their war room during that draft – they started laughing when the Eagles didn't take Justin Jefferson. They weren't even – they were talking about drafting a corner who went in the second round rather than Justin Jefferson. They weren't even thinking about a wide receiver. But the fact that he wasn't drafted, they all started laughing and said, get Justin on the phone. They got him on the phone and they drafted him. It was wild. And um, it's, it's, just, it's crazy to me. And then he goes out of his way to draft um, – to draft – Jalen Hurts. Hold on. Jalen Hurts. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. He goes out of his way to draft Jalen Hurts in the second round, which blew everybody away too. And now he tried to get his replacement. They, the Eagles tried to trade up to yeah. three 
instead of trading down. And because they weren't willing to give up everything to go up to three, they traded down. The fact that they were going up to three means they were drafting a quarterback. And I hate that we're, we're, we're literally – the Eagles are fighting their starting quarterback, making it almost impossible for him to succeed. How are you going to win if you can't help your quarterback succeed? I, I just don't get it. It's, it's, it's so, like, half and half. Like, there's no, like, middle ground between the, the head of the team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like half the people want to see Jalen Hurts and build around him, and the other half want a new quarterback. It's just the management scares me. And Howie Roseman, he's just a loose cannon. I have no clue what he's going to do with the 12th pick. I told you he's probably going to draft a third-round guy with number 12, and then I don't, he's just—he's just—he's not going. It's not going to be good. I'm gonna—I'm going to be holding my breath the entire draft, probably crying the entire draft <laughs> because of how scared I'm going to be. With who when it comes to the Eagles pick, it's it, it, oh my goodness, they got a ton of good value for the next year in 2022, and they got a lot of good picks this year. It all depends on how they're spent. Yeah, um, I really think right now, like I agree with some things that you're saying, but look, we all know that this is basically a rebuilding time for the Eagles. So if they think like, this is the perfect time. Like, if you think that Jalen Hurts isn't the guy, or you might think that he is the guy, and I think that they think that, but I think that they also thought that Zach Wilson is the only guy in this draft. Well, probably Trevor Lawrence too, but Jacksonville is not going to trade the first pick. So they think Zach Wilson's the only guy in this draft who is better than Jalen Hurts. So why not just try to go up there? I think they really called... Joe Douglas, the GM of the Jets, who was on the Eagles in the Eagles front office a few years ago, and said, "Hey, Joe, are we? Are you guys gonna go for Zach Wilson?" And he said, "Yeah, we're gonna go Zach Wilson." So they're like, "All right, we're not even gonna try to do that." And so they got out of it to really avoid any of that quarterback like confusion. So I think that right now this is a perfect time if you're gonna go up and go get a quarterback and trade up in the draft, you do it now when we're rebuilding instead of later. But because we couldn't get Zach Wilson because he'll be off the board by three, like he's going to be gone by two, um, No one they, they believe no one else other than Zach Wilson is better than Jalen Hurts. So I really don't see us getting a quarterback. Now look, here's the part that scares me a little bit. Um... We got. We all know that now we have what could be three first round picks next um, next year, right? And then we have the twelfth next year, right? Um, so the real scary part is that this trade happened very early, like it is a month before the draft, and uh, usually usually trades like this uh, happen either on draft night or a little bit closer to the draft. Like I think the last time the Eagles did this was when we got Wentz, where we moved up from 8 to 2. That happened like five days or a week before the draft happened, right? So because this happened yeah. a month early, it kind of um, just scares me a little bit that maybe they're getting all these picks for something big. Like um, 
Like oh, a Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson kind of trade coming. Um, oh, I don't think that that's where we're going to go. I, But, see, I just can't be too sure. I hope that that's not where we're no, going, I, but I can't be sure. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying <laughs> with that, and it makes sense. I mean, they're building up all of this capital, which they do have. Um, I don't know. I feel like even when, like, those rumors about them, you know, those two quarterbacks being on the trade block or being shopped, I guess, um, were going around, I don't want my football team to be anywhere near that. I mean, Deshaun Watson, he's an amazing quarterback, but he also is expensive now. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's got to yeah. get paid now. Um, not to mention, you know, no one knows if he's even going to be playing next year. He's got a lot of off the field yeah. issues he's got to deal with. Like, a, like I think it's like twenty two off the field issues he has to deal yeah. with right now. It's it's wild how how quickly his life got turned upside down. And Russell Wilson, I think he's like, what is he twenty eight, twenty nine? Um, no, he's like thirty two. I think he's in that range. Yeah, he's a little older. So I don't know. I feel like if I was rebuilding a team the first position I would start with would be quarterback. And the second position I would do is I would want to build my D line because I feel like the D line is the biggest impact for a defense and the quarterback's the biggest mm-hmm. impact for an offense. Um, Yeah. And I think that's like w- something that we should be ready for at 12 is the chance to, that we will get a D lineman. Um, like I said before, I think that this trade was a good trade for all teams. I don't think that Howie is going to do this thing where he's now going to go for a quarterback. Um, and I think that this is the best case scenario for a rebuilding Eagles team. Um, everyone says, yeah. you always hear that Howie can't draft, yada, yada, yada. Um, we have 20 picks in the next two years. So um, yeah, we have a lot of capital. And if you think about – if you really measure out the good picks against the bad picks, like if you get a percentage a percentage of that, um, of Howie's good and bad picks, um, let's say it's like a it's probably around like twenty to thirty percent. So if you take thirty percent of uh if you take thirty percent of twenty picks, that's six or seven around that good players that we can get in the next two drafts. You know what I'm saying? So right. I would just be ready for that. I mean, you obviously want a guy who everyone thinks can't draft to have more shots in the dark, you can say. Like everyone like this guy who can't draft or everyone says he can't is having all these picks now. He's he has to hit on one of them, you know? Especially with so much capital, he has to. There's no way you can't. And that's how I'm going into this. Um and I think it's going to be different. I have a feeling that he's going to improve his drafting. Um, I think in the past he was trying to outsmart people. And, I mean, I'm not really banking on this, but maybe he has seen that, like, hey, it's not working what I'm doing. I tried doing it two years in a row, and both guys are getting completely and utterly embarrassed from – my decision because the other guys that I should have picked are playing out of their minds. 
No, exactly. I mean, looking at um, the draft class right now, at number 11, I mean, talking on off of where these players are ranked but based off of talent to position, number 10 is Trey Lance, 11 is Caleb Farley, and 12 is Quiddy Pay mm-hmm. from Michigan. I wouldn't be mad if we went with Caleb Farley or Pay because Pay is a D lineman and Farley's a corner. I feel like that's where they're going to go. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Lance fell um, and we took him. I mean, that's not what I want, but I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. I wouldn't be surprised if Harry Roseman's looking at the quarterbacks like, oh, this is a deep class. No, oh, let's get an extra pick. And just take a guy we can, you know, develop. Well, I think he he part of. I I just I hate the confusion. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I hate the confusion around it. I feel like I wish there was just a position that we could be like, okay, now that's what we need. And uh, I just I don't understand this quarterback thing. I well, don't get it. I just think it's more that, and maybe it's just something that I'm trying to have optimism for. Howie and the front office. But I feel like this trade actually made them look like somewhat better. Like I feel like they're improving because this trade was like actually something that is good. That I was like, wow, that was a great trade. We did something good. Like I know that people are going to be upset that we lost Jamar Chase or whatever. He could be a generational talent. Honestly – I'm not that worried about it. And I'm not saying that the like him and um Pitts aren't going to be like great players. I I can see them playing well. And I don't think that's what the Eagles were going for. I just think that we would rather take I think they have someone on their board at the top of their board and I'm hoping that it's someone good obviously. I'm hoping that it's someone that I could be like, "Okay, I'll take that pick." Um that is going to be there at 12, that they can see being there at 12. So if we're in this rebuilding phase, it's a smart to be like, okay, we want these guys, and they have them at the top of their draft board. They're going to – some of them, most of them will be there at 12. Why not fall back and take that extra pick? You know what I'm saying? Um, right. Like for a rebuilding team, that's all you can ask for. Like that's perfect. And I think that's what we did, and I think that's why I'm, like, really looking at this, and I'm like, maybe I'm being too optimistic, but I'm re- I am really think that they made a good move today. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. For, for me, this, this draft is, like, this is, like, the deal breaker. You know, like, how many years in a row are you going to, like, mm-hmm. fail and keep your job? So I feel like – he like you. You have to get this one right. You have to get this draft right. I mean, you have to. <laughs> you have you have to get at least one player, one rookie who's going to step into the lineup and like just just play. Yeah, make you know a difference. I mean? The Eagles have it. Yeah, it, the, I mean, when was the last time the Eagles had a rookie besides Carson Wentz who actually played his rookie yeah. year? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess you could say Dallas. I, I mean, I guess you could say like Dallas Goddard, but he was you know, second mm-hmm. string and Avante Maddox, but he was thrown into the lineup because of like the entire secondary got hurt. There, there needs to be that rookie player that comes into the lineup and makes a real difference 
rather than just being like a role player or a backup. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, there there have been some of those guys. I think Derek Burnett is a big example of that. I think he came in there and he made some plays. Um, Miles Sanders, um, I think, is another one of those guys, but he only play, he played like the second half of his rookie year. But he showed – he, yeah, he, he was sh- a backup. Yeah, to he showed Howard. something though, because Jordan Howard went down and right. he stepped up and he played well, and then ever since he's been taken off. And we, I mean, I love Miles Sanders. He's he's one of my favorite Eagles right now. Um, I love him. But yeah, um, but that what you were saying earlier about like this is a make or break for Howie. Like, it's just not going to be. No matter how much people are going to say it is, we've seen Howie go through. Three head coaches, I think. Four, maybe. No, I think it's yeah. three. Um, he's made many mistakes, and he's still here. So it really just raises a question: like, like what at this point? What's going to get him fired? Because he's done every, he's done a lot wrong. So like, is there even something that will be that thing that gets him fired? Um, I think he's too close with um, the owner Jeffrey Laurie, and. Um, I think that's the reason why he's still around. Um, but I also have a feeling that Jeffrey Lurie's a little bit involved, but that's that's a topic for another day. Talk about this. And um, I just – I have faith. I'm going to just keep my faith until that night, and I'm going to be, like you said earlier, holding my breath when they are announcing the Eagle selection. That it just – like it doesn't even need to be like someone – like I know no matter who they pick – you know that Eagles fans are going to be like, oh my gosh, why do we draft him? And then you're going to have some guys that are like optimistic. Like I'm usually one of those guys who's like, who tries to be like real optimistic because like, I'm like, I don't want to believe that this guy that we just picked up is bad. I'm like, yo, Jalen, last year I'm like, Jalen Rager is going to be better than uh, Jefferson. Just watch how he knows what he's doing. Um, I just don't want to have to go through that again. You know, I don't want to have to go and defend someone who like, J.J. Ortega, Whiteside, I was like, oh, look at his highlights. Like, that guy's good. Like, D.K. Metcalf's overrated. Well, I was real wrong, okay? And I don't want to have to, like, be wrong anymore. And I think that we're n- I'm not going to have to be. I just – I'm going to just keep the faith. Howie Roseman, don't let me down, please. Just please don't let me down. If you're listening, please don't let me down. <laughs> it's funny because – Every those last couple of years, uh, every time that there's been that bad pick, I've called you like yeah. right away, and I've been like, "Dude, this is terrible! Like, what's what are they doing? What are what's going on?" And you're just like, "Yo, you know, it's it's not you know they're not bad. I mean, it's the second round; they've got talent, really something." I remember when I called you about the regular <laughs> the regular trade because I was literally I was in a room with all my yeah. football teammates, and I was like. They're taking Justin Jefferson. I mean, Justin Jefferson is he, he played better than Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry in college, which means he's going to be better than them in real life, right? And that you know that it's just it's like simple math. It's like one plus one yeah. is two. You know, you break a guy's record, you're probably better than him, um, which is what it's looking like right now. I mean, fourteen hundred yards your rookie season and seven touchdowns. You know, nothing. You know, nothing crazy. Yeah, no uh, big deal. <laughs> 
No big deal. I mean, he could have played playing with Philadelphia, but it's fine. And then they took Jalen Reger, and I called you, and I was like, what's going on? And you're like, well, Reger's fast. He's really, really fast. You know, the next Deshaun Jackson. And, uh, yeah, he had two deep balls and one, and neither of them were for touchdowns. <laughs> but I'm not giving up on him. I'm not giving up because I don't want to believe that we got two bust wide receivers in a row when we could have had A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, or we could have had Justin Jefferson, T. Higgins, Brandon Ayuk. You know, I could go on for about yeah. 15 minutes about what wide receiver we could have had, but we don't. And it's just, oh my gosh! I was telling my, I was talking to some people here about um about Devonte Smith, and I was like, Devonte Smith's going to be an eagle. Watch, and they're like, oh no, no, no! And I was like, no, look. He fits the mold. He's 150 pounds. He's six foot, and he's fast. That's what the Eagles like. That's what we're going to get. Howie Roseman likes his six-foot or shorter guys, and he likes it when they weigh nothing so they can't block, and he likes them fast. So watch out for Devontae Smith on the Eagles, and it could still happen. It's That's just that's what he does. It's wild. Yeah. It's a wild thing. Um. Yeah, be ready for that, though. Be ready. Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith are going to be there at, le- at 12. I have a feeling. Um, will we draft them? Again, I have no idea. Um, and then, like we said, the other two draft picks, uh, I think Trey Lance is going to go three now. But I don't know. Like right. I was looking at the 49 49- Now, I'm looking at the 49ers trade. Well, we all know the 49ers trade. They're- they went up to three. But I'm looking at, like – who that they're who they're like talking about or who's like rumored to go there? They literally, yeah. I don't even think they know what quarterback they want. Like I would There's say so that many. Trey Lance is probably the best fit because you have Jimmy Garoppolo who can tra- uh, who can like coach him up. But then I hear like, oh no, they're definitely going Matt Mac jo- um Mac Jones or no, they're definitely going um Justin Fields, like so. All the quarterbacks except um, um, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson have been rumored that the 49ers are drafting them. So, really, they could go any way. I think I still think that the first four picks are going to go quarterback. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if you see another team draft night jump up and uh, the Falcons trade back. Um, those teams can consist of – the Patriots, um, Denver, Carolina, and even Washington and Chicago could jump all the way down there. They're going to have to give up a little bit more um, just because they're like the 19th and 20th pick. But, uh, yeah, I would just be right. – I'd be ready for that. I think that that's a very big possibility because it just doesn't make sense for Atlanta to draft a quarterback, I don't think. And their offense seems pretty good. Um they could use no, Kyle yeah. Pitts, I think, but I feel like their like their passing offense is actually like perfect anyway. I think they could use a defender more than Kyle Pitts, just because their defense didn't play well and they lost um, both their safeties. They Casey and uh, Keanu Neal both are on the Cowboys now, so uh, they can yeah. use a safety. There's a guy out of TCU who's pretty good. Uh, Trevor Moreg, I think his last name is. If I pronounce that wrong, I'm sorry. Um, but he's pretty good. He's like a late first rounder. So, yeah, they could trade out and go to give it to, like, Washington. And, uh, 
draft a safety or something. So I'll just be ready for a lot of quarter. Like this could be like it's could be the first ever draft where quarterbacks have went one through four, and that's crazy. Um, I think quarterbacks the deepest position just for the first round, and then uh, yeah, so it's gonna be a crazy draft. Um, Miami's gonna obviously get a lot better, I think. Um, and yeah, I think the Eagles made a good choice. I think they're going to right now. I have no idea where they're going. Um, and then San Fran's going to go with Trey Lance. Those are my predictions for that post trade, um, predictions. All right. Here's, here's my predictions for, um, for picks 12, just, just the 12th pick. Brace yourself here because it's going right. to happen. Kyle Trask. I can just imagine. I can just think of From Florida. Commissioner. Yep. Commissioner walks up with the 12th overall pick. The Philadelphia Eagles select Kyle Trask. And then I start <laughs> crying and, and you start crying and everyone else in the world starts crying because that's the 12th overall pick. And that's like the fifth quarterback that's going to be one and done in Philadelphia because – you know why? Why not? You know I'm. You know Harry Roseman. He's smarter than us. He knows something we don't, and um, he's gonna take Kyle Trask with the twelfth overall pick just because he's better. You know he's just he's rubbing it in our faces. You know he's like, hey, Eagles fans, I'm better and I know more and I make more. I get paid to mess things up. That's my job. You know, I didn't think you could get paid to make a, to make more mistakes than I've ever made in my life in like five minutes, but he can do it and he gets paid millions of dollars to do it. So congrats on the best job in the world, um, ruining things and then uh, making millions of dollars uh, from it. Kyle Trask saying it now, welcome to Philadelphia. Um, I really don't want you here, but uh, welcome. And uh, I want to see you succeed uh, behind Joe Flacco and uh, Jalen Hurts. Can't wait. You're Can't being wait way, way, way too non-realistic right now. They're, I'm <laughs> telling the... you right now that they will, they're will. they not going quarterback. Unless unless they trade, here's the only ways they go quarterback. Are you ready? Unless they trade yeah. all the draft capital that they just got from this trade today to go up and trade the Jets. So here's here's how it will go. You trade the Jets and you get the second pick, you draft Zach Wilson. Or you trade the Jets a package deal for Sam Darnold. So you or no, this is what it will be. You trade up, you draft Zach Wilson, right? But when you trade up, you give them Jalen Hurts and then a bunch of picks for the second pick. You get Zach Wilson and Sam Darnold. You trade Sam Darnold to Chicago. Grab Nick Foles, bring him here. Then you have Zach Wilson and Nick Foles. You know what I'm saying? That's how it'll be. <laughs> no, but no, but seriously, I think the only ways we go is if we trade up to that number two spot and draft, draft Wilson, or we go and make a huge package deal for Watson or Russ. Um, Watson is just um, – he's in a bad spot. He's um, – in the real world, and uh, I just, I just don't, I wouldn't want him here. I just wouldn't want him in Philly right now with everything going on with him. Um, it's, it's actually, it's actually, 
I, I, I'm, I've looked at him completely differently. I'm not going to get into it, but um, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's really crazy. The world is a crazy place with stuff like that. But um, yeah, I wouldn't want to bring him in with um, the things that he, he has done um, and what's, what he's going through. I mean, it must suck, but you, you ask for it when you do stuff like when you do dumb stuff like that. And then on Russ's case, um, I just don't see Seattle dealing him. Um, I don't think he's too old. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't fully be against it. I just, I just would hate to give up a lot of draft capital for him. Not that he's too old because he's only thirty-two, and we we're seeing Tom Brady and Drew Brees, and we've seen Peyton Manning. They all played to their late thirties, early forties. Um, so it's we could, if we got Russ, it could last a while, but um, those are the only ways I see the Eagles going quarterback, and I just don't think that that that's the way how he's gonna go. I think I think he's finally gonna be smarter, and he's gonna draft a nece- uh, a necessity for the birds. I think they're gonna go either corner, D line, maybe wide receiver, but I wouldn't bet on that, um, or an O lineman. So I think I think corner right. and D line are the best possibilities. Um, o lineman's yeah. following those two, and then wide receiver would probably probably be the last, the lowest probability. But um, I wouldn't be against any of those positions again. Um, Rashawn Slater is a good pick. I mean, he didn't play this year, which is just that's the other thing that just bothers me about this draft. Um, a lot of these guys, I mean, like with the COVID year and stuff, like they just didn't, they either didn't play or they didn't play well because of the COVID year. And that's what makes this year's draft a little weird, but there's good talent. So Rashawn Slater is a good O-lineman. Um, I, like I said before, the Alabama boys will be there if we go wide receiver. J.C. Horner, Caleb Farley will probably be there. And if Patrick Sertain's there, I think you got you have to go there because – I think he's probably the best out of those th- uh, four positions I mentioned. I think the best player would be Patrick Sertain. And I think that'd just be right. awesome for us to get him, even though like you hear like the Cowboys are like real, real like into him and they just like really love him. So I think that would just add like a little extra on top, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um I mean right now it's Cowboys, New York, Philadelphia, ten exactly. twelve. So that's gonna that's gonna be fun to watch. Um, can't wait till we get the worst pick out of the three because well, I, really I don't even think we're us. gonna even get the worst player. And that's the other thing that everyone keeps saying. It's like, well, why would we trade the sixth pick? Like, it's not like the sixth pick is gonna be automatically like Jamar Chase can go six and we can get the whoever we pick at twelve, and our guy could be better than Jamar Chase. You know what I'm saying? So. No, twelve is not low. Twelve is not. It's not like they completely traded out or you know, like yeah. traded out. I mean, we did trade right far. Now. Twelve they is pretty far, like in draft terms. But no, it is. It at is. least, yeah. like, it sucks that we went out of the top ten. But I think for for future and for rebuild, I think it was like the perfect. I think it was just a a good way to go. I think it was a great trade for the birds. No, it was. I think it was too. Um, I think that. Trade. I mean, positionally, the positions that the Eagles need, I don't think it was too far of a, of a trade down. But 
yeah, obviously six to twelve is huge when mm-hmm. you're in a draft. Um, but I'm just looking at the teams after six. It's like Detroit, Carolina, Denver, Dallas. You know, Denver's fixed their corner position. Dallas is grabbing a corner. New York doesn't need one. Carolina doesn't need one. Detroit needs everything. The everything except for a tight end. So I think that the the Eagles have a lot of positions or a, a lot of players that they could pick that would be fine picks. I'm just scared they're not going to pick any of those players. Um, eventually down the line, uh, when we get closer to the draft, um, me and Joe are going to make our realistic, like 100% no jokes. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to do rounds one and two. Um, and I'm going to, we're going to have those probably like a couple days out of draft. Yeah. Everything's about just like, obviously there will be a couple more trades probably on draft night. Um, but yeah, right. I, I want to get something going like that just so we can get that out there. I, I mean, I make mock drafts all the time, just like in, like if I'm just like right. sitting around and I'm doing nothing, like I'll just pull up like all the all the teams and I'll pull up all the prospects and I'll just like start uh, marking it up. But uh, yeah, I mean, um, we go anyway. I don't think we're gonna mess it up. But uh, yeah, we're gonna definitely get some mock drafts coming. Um, when we get closer to the draft, maybe we'll review some like sooner than that. Just like ones that are already made by like, I know the NFL just dropped one after the, the post trade one. Um, and they have us going, um, I think JC Horn. Um, so yeah, we'll definitely review some and we'll make our own and we'll share them with you guys. But yeah, that'll be fun. All right, man. This was a this was a good talk. We got a lot done here, um, a lot of insight, and definitely going to build off of this for the future. But um, for me and Joe, your hosts, um, we're closing out the the TSP for the night. Yeah, thank, thank you, you all much. for listening. It was uh, glad we could uh, share our thoughts with you guys.